0: What's up? How y'all doing? I'm your boy, Chris J. How of sports and love me back. People, this is my podcast. The Shut Up is a podcast where I talk about the hottest sport topics in both the NFL and NBA people. And you know, tonight, people, it's a late night edition. You know, I'm always, I'm up late and tonight I feel like you know, I want to talk about sports and make a podcast episode and today is a, a very important day too. I got a couple topics to talk about, but um. Today is August 23rd, 2022, and um, August 23rd is a very big day for me, and personally, it's not and it's not even about me. It's about this person that means so much to me growing up as a kid and just growing up throughout my childhood, growing up from a kid to teenager to with the adulthood to this day. Uh, it means a lot to me because this day is very important to me. August twenty third, and the reason why it's so important to me because today is Kobe Bean Bryant's birthday. Kobe Bean Bryant, and growing up, man, just um, what he meant to me, just as a as an athlete, how he approached life, how he approached everything he did. He he never cheated a moment in whatever he wanted to do, whatever he wanted to achieve. He put his best effort. The mama mentality. The absolute best version of yourself was Kobe Bean Bryant and just how he approached the game, his work, his drive, his motivation. He gave everything he had to be the best basketball player and to be the best player person he, that he could be. You know, and it just his legacy will always live forever to me because in my eyes, he's my goal. I didn't I didn't grow up seeing Michael Jordan. I wasn't born to 95. When I when Jordan played for the Bulls in back in the 80s and the early 90s, 90, 96, 7, 8, I was one, two, or three years old. So I remember Michael when he played for the Wizards, but I don't remember him playing for the Bulls. Because why? I would, either I wasn't born or I was a child, a very young child, but or a baby. Or, or a toddler, and so, my Michael Jordan was Kobe being Bryant, so when I say who's the greatest player I've ever seen play, I'm going to always say Kobe, because that's who I grew up watching, that's who I idolized, that's who I just wanted to be, like far as the athletes and the role models of other celebrities, and how he was, because he was like no other, because See all these athletes, all these people, man. Kobe was different the way he approached life, the way when everybody party inside the club, he's at the gym, he's different, man. It's like the way he talked, the way his mindset, the way he thought the game, and just from him a uh, basketball to uh, the being a uh, po to writing books, to being as an artist, he was an artist, his art, and his. Being a great father, a great husband, great being great at everything, he put his mind to was Kobe. Kobe just he was gonna put his all to everything, and he was gonna figure out how to master this craft. How can I master this? Okay, okay. So just with this writing, he wanted to write so good. He would he would he would reach out to great writers, great sports writers, great writers. Period, and do research because he wanted to be the best. He always prepared himself, and he didn't want to cheat a moment. He didn't want to cheat himself, cheat the people, and whatever he put his mind to. And he meant so much to me growing up. When I'm in life now, and I think about certain stuff, or want to not go my hardest. I think about him, my mentality, how he never cheated a moment. And sometimes, and always, that always makes me push even harder, grind harder, because I know in life out where I, I want to be in my life. And it's just like, and to me with Kobe, it's just, it's more than basketball. It's just not basketball. it's who he was on the court, off the court, his work ethic, and what he was, what he was accomplishing while he was playing on, off the court. And just him, yes, himself. He was a killer, stone cold killer. He just, he's a rare breed. He's the one of the type guys that come around the league every 15 to 20 years. And, it, and you're never going to see a player like him once again because everything about Kobe is just that dude he's that dude he's the guy you just have to be up to see how he talks or how he approaches when whenever he speaks you listen you shut up and listen because he knows a lot he could put you up on game because he just was that type of guy and the world lost him too soon 41 years old. Him and his daughter, Gigi, and seven other people that they that lost their lives. And that's grieving still because still to this day, it does not seem real to me. to just seeing Kobe Bryant is gone at 41 years old. That's very young. Like, think about life. 41 years is not a lot of time to live. But you have so many people in life that accomplish so much at a young age. It's like the realest people die at a young age. It's crazy from... Dr. Martin Luther King, he knew he was gonna die, but still, 39 years old to do what he accomplished is crazy. From Kobe Bean, to Malcolm X, even rappers like Tupac, Biggie, so many people that's lost their lives at an extreme young age, and it's always showed me about about life. But about life, it's not how long you're on Earth; it's about the impact you have when you're here. Because you could be, you live 22, 23 years old and a person could live for 85 to 90 years and you can have more impact than someone that live a whole full life and you just live 22 years, not even a quarter of life. And you still have more impact than someone that live a full life because some people, they don't take risks. Some people don't want to, don't want to, don't want what's best for themselves. They don't they don't want to be the best version of themselves. They give up too quickly. When they face adversity, they run, they quit. And that shows me it's not about how long you live. It's about what you do when you're here and how you make folks feel about you. But basically, when you die one day, we all gonna die one day. What will they say about you on your obituary? Good, bad, great. What will they read about you, because people one day are going to read our obituary my obituary one day when I die one day, I hope that's a long time from now, but you never know death is a part of life it's nothing fe- other than fear about it I yes, I do hope i I live a long time, hope i live I see a full life and it comes out my goals and be great, but you don't know you don't know it's just even today I was um I was coming back from the gym tonight, getting a workout in. I'm at the red light. I seen a guy walking, and the way he was walking, he was trying to come around my car behind a bush, like I didn't see him. And it seemed like he had something inside his hand. How he was walking, and me, when I seen that, I just, I just ran. I just drove out my car. I, I made, I turned the right away. I, I made a right turn and drove fast. Because how he was looking on his face Like he was trying to do something But that just shows you Sometimes you never know You could be at the red light Just going home But some knucklehead who got nothing good Going for himself could take her life Just like that That's why you can't assume you're always going to be here Even me Eventually sometimes people That's doing nothing take your life away And once you're gone you're gone Your spirit's going to heaven or hell and it's just, you know, just never know. Just have an impact when you're here. And that's what Kobe Bryant meant to me, to do what he did on the court and off the court in 41 years. Because I believe if he was here still, his second career outside of basketball, with his books, with his with his art, with his with everything, he was gonna be the best. He was going to be have the, a a greater twenty year run than his basketball run, and so Kobe Bryant means so much to me. Um, he's my guy, man. He is the he is the the greatest of the greatest. When I say athletes, I'm I'm always say Kobe. He will always be my favorite athlete. That will never change, and it means so, he means so much to me. And it's just uh, an honor for him, an honor for me. I'm just blessed to be alive when he played and actually not be alive, but actually know what's going on. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to be born in 95 and to see him play. You know, it's been an honor to see him play. I, I, it's just been an honor. And like I said, he's the best I've ever seen play. To me, I don't even, to me, not even discussion. That's my guy. He's the best I've ever seen play in my 26 years of life. He's the best I've ever seen play. He is the best. He is the standard to me, always. And I feel like people just... I feel like when people think of Kobe, they should always just think about, you know, no matter who you are or how big you are, anything can happen to you. If Kobe Bryant can go, we all can go, you know. So that's something I always think about because... We all going to leave here one day. We don't know how we're going to leave here. But we're going to leave here. All all we ask, I, all, Myself included. I ask for just to have my life in order. You know. As God. As my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know. But have my life in order. And just live my best life. And I always keep God first. And I always pray. And always confess God is your Lord and Savior. You know. And live the life the best way you can. Obviously nobody's perfect. But. It's just always stay ready because you never know sometimes because it's plenty of people I went to high school with that's dead now. Um, guys 26 years old, a girl I grew up well, I grew up around same classes, same elementary, middle school, high school. She died at twenty-six in I think in June. hit, hit on the interstate, you know, so it's just sad. And seeing people that's younger than me, 19, getting killed. It's crazy. And and other people that's that's 24, 25 in prison or shooting people. It's just right now this world is crazy. That's why you have to stay prayed up and to have claimed God as your Lord and Savior. Because you never know. You never know. The only thing I hope with Kobe being Bryant, I hope he had his life in order. I hope he claimed God as his Lord and Savior. I really do. I hope he went to a better place. You know, I feel like sometimes people always gotta—they always say, oh, "He gone to a better place." But my thing is this: that they, they claim God as their Lord and Savior, and that they, they live a, a a life, try to be and try to be the best they possibly could by claiming God as their Lord and Savior. You know that's my only thing, you know, so hopefully Kobe Bryant, he's in a better place, I really do hope so, I hope he claimed God as Lord and Savior, you know, but hey, that's, I don't know that between Kobe Bryant and God, when when God called him home, or whatever the case may be, but I just hope him and his daughter, and those seven people that lost their lives, and everybody that's, that's, that's lost their lives in the past, had their life in order, I really do, you know, but, um, I just want to talk about a Kobe Bryant segment for a second because he meant the world to me. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, GOAT. Happy birthday, Mamba. Kobe Bean Bryant, the greatest to ever do it. My guy, my GOAT, Chris Jordan, Chris J, your boy. I never met you, but one of my goals in life was to always meet you one day. But I'm going to meet your family, meet your wife, meet your kids. Meet people that were closer to you one day in my lifetime. I'm going to meet them. Whenever I meet them, I'm going to tell them how much it meant to me growing up. You know, it meant a lot to me growing up. So, being happy birthday once again. Chris J. loves you, my guy. Chris J. loves you, my guy. Now, people, I'm going to a football segment. I got to talk about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield won their starting job for the Carolina Panthers, he is the starting quarterback. Week one, he will start against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. When this game comes on, I'm, gr- I'm grabbing a popcorn, grabbing a drink, the juice, whatever the case may be. Wherever I'm at watching this game, I'm locked in because this past offseason, Everything that Baker Mayfield has had to endure with leaving Cleveland, with how they did him, with trading him, signing Sean Watson, $230 million guaranteed with all the stuff he's got going on with all these court cases with all these women. And basically, they're basically giving up on Baker Mayfield. They're basically saying that he's not that guy. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen this, well, I mean, week one. Because Baker Mayfield, if this does not fire him up, what will? Facing your former team, the first game of the season, week one, opening the season, you're facing your team, and so we got to see what happens because I think Baker Mayfield has a chip on his shoulder this year. He has some pressure on him because basically he's playing for a contract. Because really, this year with the Panthers is kind of like a one-year rental because he wants to prove himself and kind of get himself back on the market and have some value. So this year is pretty much a one-year rental for Baker Mayfield. He has the ball and he has to get his name back in the conversation as um, one of, he's not one of the best, but just a good quarterback that can make stuff happen. Try to get make some teams, you know, raise their eyebrows, the one assigned you long term because he's playing for a contract this year. So this year he has the most pressure. Well, not the most pressure. He's one of the players that has one of the most pressures on him this season because with all he's had to endure. So I wish the best for Baker Mayfield. Keep your head up, ball, prove them wrong, do what you got to do. Obviously I've had my times where I've said Baker Mayfield, he's not that good, but I've been wrong sometimes. I'm not perfect. I've been wrong plenty of times, but guess what? Can you prove me wrong once again? Ball and just prove prove all the doubters wrong and just ball, Baker, because really, all you can do is go up from here because all you had to endure, you, you gotta go up. Like, there is no lower you can go. You know, you're in the NFL for a reason. You were the first pick in the draft. That was the pressure. 2018. First pick in the draft, Baker Mayfield. So now you have the ball. Do what you got to do, Baker. So, Baker, do what you do. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Like Shannon and Skip say. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. So hopefully this year you can shake and bake and ball and get paid and get that long-term contract. See what happens, Baker Mayfield. See what happens. Now, people... I seen this news today on my phone, or a couple days ago. I didn't believe it. I was shocked. I see that the I see that the Memphis Grizzlies have some interest in trading for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, Mama, you the MVP. Kevin Durant, that guy, KD, who's one of the greatest players to ever play in the NBA when healthy. You can argue that he is the best player in the National Basketball Association, KD. You know, if he goes to the Memphis Grizzlies and they trade for him with Ja Morant, with Desmond Bain, oh, and just uh man, like in the crew, like that would, with Jerry Jackson, with Jaren Jackson as well, like that would be a crazy team. You know, if they can manage to keep those players with Kevin Durant. Because I'm saying this right now. If the Memphis Grizzlies got Kevin Durant to play with Ja Morant, Desmond Bain, and those dogs and those young killers, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to win are going to the finals. If they got Kevin Durant, they winning it all. I'm saying that right now. If they got Kevin Durant, they beating Golden State. They beaten the Clippers. They beating the Nuggets. They beating whoever in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. I'm saying that right now because Ja Morant, he's a killer. He's a dog, and these guys, they got experience last year, and they feel like if they were healthy, they would be Golden State. I don't think that, but they do. But if they got Kevin Durant, a guy that's KD that can take pressure even off Ja Morant because with Kevin Durant on there, you can't double-team Ja Morant. And that makes more room for everybody else on the floor because that's the attention KD does because he's Kevin Durant. He's KD. You have to, you can't leave him open. So that'll make everything easier for John Morant. And so it's just, that did happen. That'll be a crazy trade. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Kevin Durant, most likely, he's going to be in Brooklyn. If not Brooklyn, he could be in Boston to play with Jason Tatum, they'll trade Jalen Brown, and probably Marcus Smart to the Nets. But me personally, I feel like Kevin Durant should stay with the Brooklyn Nets because why leave? Because think about this. The past three years, the first year KD played with the Nets, he missed the entire season. He was recovering from the Achilles injury, recovery. So that's that's one year that was he didn't play. Year two. In the playoffs, in the second round, let's be honest, people. They had the Milwaukee Bucks on the ropes. They were up 2-0. Game 4, Kyrie Irving sprained his ankle. He was done for the series. Let's be real. If Kyrie Irving would, would have never gotten hurt that series, the Brooklyn Nets would have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Milwaukee Bucks went on to win a championship that same year, that same playoff run they won. The the Nets had them on the ropes. They couldn't stop KD. KD was by far the best player of that series. He was better than Giannis, even though Giannis was great too. But KD, he was the best player of that series. Let's be real. Giannis did win, yes. But KD was KD. And then James Harder playing with one leg. And, you know, and it just, it was a lot of stuff that transpired that series that Make the Bucks win that series. But, people who actually know basketball and watch that series, you know if if the Nets would have stayed healthy, they would have won that series in six games. They would have beat Milwaukee. But Milwaukee won. They would have champed at that time. You got to respect what they did. Now, I'm going to say this about Brooklyn. KD come back. Kyrie come back. You still got... Seth Curry, Joe Harris, you got Patty Mills, you resign Claxton. Uh, they have Ben Simmons, who hasn't played last year, and he's one of the best defenders in the league when healthy. And you have, and you have a great supporting cast. Obviously, Katie said he wanted Sean Marks and Steve Nash out. That's not going to happen. Me personally, because I feel like Steve Nash. He hasn't been dealt a fair hand. Because in the first year in Brooklyn, KD was out. So you know what KD wasn't there? You weren't gonna do nothing. And Kyrie missed 50 games. So and then the year, his second year coaching, it was injuries in the playoffs that really hurt them. The third year, Kyrie Irving, the fact same being a part-time player, not playing home games, you know, missing most of the season. You know, and then um, James Harden getting traded to Philly. Ben Simmons coming to Brooklyn but not playing. And so it just was a lot of confusion, a lot of just distractions that triggered two of them not making a deep playoff run or swapping the playoffs in the first round. It just, a lot of things triggered that. And so I feel like that wasn't a fair end either. But me personally, I feel like, Why not give it one more go around and see can y'all stay healthy and see everybody on the same page? Because I feel like with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, those three alone, that big three with the supporting cast they have, they should be one of the favorites to win a championship. And then with Kevin Durant, you you have to win another championship. He's not going to say he is, KD, but KD got to be thinking, bro. The Golden State Warriors just won a championship without me. They won before me, with me, and after me. That has to mo- motivate you more, KD, to want to win another championship. Not saying you're not working hard. Obviously, you are. The as you are, you have to work hard to be that great, to be that skilled, and to be the great basketball player you are. You have to work hard. You have to be, you, you got to put the work in, and he does. But KD, it's one question mark he's always had from day one. His leadership. His leadership. Holding players accountable. Being the leader on the team. Stop just, I just want to hoop. I'm just going with the flow. No, KD. You have to lead the team. Part of being the best player and being great as you are, one of the best players to ever play in the NBA history, you have to lead. You're the best player. You have to lead by example. You can't just be the best player but have a robbing mindset. If that was the case, why did you leave Golden State? You came to Brooklyn with Kyrie. You followed Kyrie. You followed followed the wrong player. Sometimes in life, you have to be a leader. Stop following someone that's not a great leader. Kyrie has shown you in the past with his his proven record. You can't trust him. With Cleveland situation, one and out. Boston, he sat there and lied to the fans. I will stay if you have me, then deal. And now with all the situation in Brooklyn with the the with the vaccine not playing and the missing practice it's practice because he wants to go into party with no mask, just like he doesn't care. So Kevin Durant, you have to think about all that. It's, the proof is in the pudding. All I'm saying is this, KD. You have to lead. Because Brooklyn is going far as you lead them. Be the best player. Be Kevin Durant. Be the guy I know you are. It's from day one. From the time you were drafted in 2007. The second pick. Be that guy, KD. You're that guy. Be that guy. Hold Kyrie accountable. Hold the team accountable. Be the leader. It's time. I know Been lead 14, 15 years, but it's time to do it. Better late than never. Please, because great as you are, I want to see you win another championship or two to shut the critics up about you. You can't lead. You can't do this. You can't do that. KD, the best way to shut people up is win. Win, baby. Win. Like DJ Khaled said. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. All you do with KD you gotta win. Prove wrong. proving the wrong the doubters wrong, KD, because Chris J believe in you. Do it. Now people, it's late. I don't care. But uh I'm just I just had to talk about certain things about Kobe, Baker Mayfield, Kevin Durant, you know. Just topics, late night edition, on my podcast, on the show, because I love talking my smack. I love talking my my noise. I'm always spitting something real. Why? Because I love the sports and love me back. That. That's what I do. I talk, and I want to say congrats to myself because this Thursday I'll be starting my sports reporting job. You know, I'll be covering. I'll be covering Thomasville, um, all the games, football, basketball, baseball, every sport, getting my feet wet, getting the experience. And I'm just so happy, so excited, because the time has come and the hard work has finally been paid off. It's a long road still, I'm just starting, but I'm ready for the journey, the process, because it's it's not where you are right now, it's where you're going. I look at the future long term. And I'm excited about myself because I've been grinding for th- for three years towards this moment. And I'm ready and I'm prepared and I'm ready to shine like a light and to shine bright. Do what I got to do, people. People always set goals, cheat those goals. And guess what, people? Never give up. People always want to doubt you so what you can't do. Forget people. They're haters. They're backstabbers. Don't give people that's haters any of your time. Your time is valuable and stay up. People, be blessed. Love y'all. I'm out. Peace.